Hey everybody, welcome to Lay It on the Table. We're so glad you're here. We're so glad you're back. It's our first episode of the Jeer. Uh, and uh, we're ready. We're, we're, we're going to just uh, hang out and talk about what we're playing for the year, what's in our hearts, kind of stuff, and uh, just kind of have an easygoing episode. Um, I'll introduce who's here. We got one special guest. She's special to me. Um, her name is Samantha, and she happens to be my missus, the lady that I talk about all the time from Africa. So listen to that sweet accent and enjoy it. Hello. All right, John, as usual. Buenos dias, senores and senoritas. <laughs> and Brian. Yo. And of course, me. Cello, I'm here. I've been talking the whole time. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so. That was awkward. <laughs> So we don't really have anything super duper to lay on the table, uh, but I figured we could just kind of talk about the last time, uh, yeah. like six, eight months we've been doing this, yeah. and then maybe what we plan on doing for the next year. And I think the today's just going to be kind of a just a conversation to talk about some of the things that are heavy on our hearts um, Excellent, as yeah. individuals, so we'll probably just kind of go around um, to each person, just sort of talk about some of the things that we've been learning some of the ways in which God's been working in our lives too, maybe a little bit oh, yeah, yeah, changing yeah. us. So little testimonial, many testimonials. All right. Who wants to go? Who I'll wants s- to kick this off. I'll, I'll kick it. Okay. All right. So like I was telling you guys earlier, I, um, at my job. And for those of you who've been listening, you know what I do for those of you, if this is your first time, I'm the Popo and <coughs> excuse me. Um, whoop, whoop. Are you all of the popo? I am. Okay. The popo. Like all of it together. What are you doing over there? <laughs> hey. Continue. Uh, so, you know, New Year's Eve, or Christmas Eve, Fourth uh, of July. Although all the major holidays are, are super busy for us, but for whatever reason, this year in particular, um, both Christmas Eve, Christmas, and New Year's Eve to New Year's was just stupid busy. Um, and was it busy with stupid people? Oh yeah. Yeah, the stupidity was off the charts. And it wasn't just me that was fed up with it. It was all of us. I mean, we were just done with the general population. Well, it's an Irving PD, so. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I let my emotions get the best of me, and I'm and I'm on my way home, and I'm talking to another officer, and I'm like, screw this city, and screw these people, and screw this job. Were you using the screw word? I was not. <laughs> I was deep in my sin. You're a thinner. And on the way home, I was sorely convicted because, um, and I don't think I've talked about this before, but this job, at least with this department, I know um, beyond a doubt was a gift from God. And here I am cursing the job he gave me. And uh, I just felt like a an absolute worthless, unthankful piece of garbage. And and uh, the, the verse, um, and I can't, I didn't look it up, you know, we're, we're pretty much impromptu right now. Winging but the, it. I'm winging it. <clears throat> but the verse that says the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God, that is so true. Because in my anger, I was a retard. Yeah. Um, so that's that's been my life. I have a question. Last, like, yeah. what, what kind of stupid stuff was going on? Oh, boy. So everything ranging from civil matters, which mean nothing to us we can't do anything Is that like uh, it, it, arguments and stuff? things that are not criminal uh, oh. yeah like she locked me out of my house i was like well i can't make her open the door sir so just go stay with a buddy um stuff like that all the way up to 
dudes beating their wives to robbing people at gunpoint to stealing cars. I mean, yeah, you tell me shootings. The, story. the the dude that beat his wife, you were pretty upset about that. I'm trying to remember which one that was. Oh, Jeepers. Wow. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, so. There were many. Yeah. Th- this this dude. Okay, so they they were all wearing singlets. <laughs> actually, he was. <laughs> Everybody, my wife calls a singlet. What is, what is a singlet to you, sweetheart? Wife beater. Yeah, that's a wife beater in America, but mm-hmm. it's a singlet. How it's ironic, because he beat his wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's not funny. I mean, she, so, okay, they've, they're not from here. They've been here maybe a couple of years. Whether whether or not they're legal, I don't know, and I don't care. That's not for that's not for me to worry about. But she, they, so they had a, a two year old, and she's holding a newborn, and she's like eight months pregnant. So I mean, just bam, bam, bam. So while she's holding this newborn, nursing the newborn, actually, seems familiar. Uh, she, they get home from a party. He'd been drinking. And she, he tries to leave again. She takes the keys from him. She's like, no, I mean, you're the father of our about to be three children. I, and she, he's the only one working because she's got to take care of the kids. And he's trying to leave. So she snatches the keys and he takes a mop and legit beats the H out of her. Wow. I mean, she had, she was bleeding from the back of her head. We had to call an ambulance. Her vision was going blurry. She was getting nauseated. She was super concussed. Um, welts on our arms. That's crazy. Scratches. Dude. I mean, just it was bad, and um, yeah, stuff like that. That's intense, dude. Yeah. Anything stupid happened? Like joke? Like they all laughed about, or just all crazy? It seems like you're learning a lot about depravity lately. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You get to see the part of the world that none of us get to see. You know what I mean? Well, e- even in my own self, like I said, I was so unthankful. You know, in in my anger, and, and and so I'm even learning about my own dirt. You know, that right? I, yeah, I've got to work on. Um, that being said, I've um, as we've been doing these podcasts, um, you know, and we do research and we pull verses. I'm I'm, and I always knew this in the back of my head, but I'm I'm learning that I know nowhere near enough about the Old Testament. So I decided to go online, um, and I enrolled in a in a free class. It's called an Old Testament survey. Cool. Uh, it's it's taught by, well, the late Chuck Missler, but it's his course. It's on his website, and I've been I just started it. I did the first course uh, last night, and That's I'll awesome. do the second one tonight. Um, and it's about a twelve week thing, but it's self paced. You can go at your own pace. You can do two or three, you know, lessons a night if you want, or just one at a time. Um, over at Brian's church, I visited last Sunday. Last Sunday, last Sunday, mm-hmm. and they're doing like a whole Bible theological. Um, series to connect the Old Testament, the New Testament, mm-hmm. to see all the lines to Christ and everything. Yeah, and, isn't that what they said, Brian? Yeah, I believe it was something like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool too. So you might be yeah. interested in that. Well, it was at his church that the first time I visited, where they were teaching on Malachi, and I think I mentioned this in the last podcast that they're reading out of Malachi, and I'm like, Jesus Christ is all over this thing. Like he is, he's in there. Like it's so obvious and it, and it really woke me up to, I need to know more about this old Testament. I've yeah. neglected it. And a lot of, a lot of Christians these days do, um, and to their own detriment. I mean, it, there's to a be, wealth. To be honest, probably the, one of the best preachers, at least that I know that can, that is really good about connecting the old Testament to the new is Tommy Nelson. Yeah, that's Denver. true. He's, 
He knows his Old Testament. Like, it's insane what he mm-hmm. knows about the Old Testament it's and how true. he can connect it to the New. Yeah. And, like, recall verses as he's going through the New Testament. Like, he'll be doing, you know, he'll be teaching and he'll be talking through, like, a particular instance of Christ. And he'll go, now, this is kind of like the shadow of what we had back in Samuel. And he'll start taking you back through all these different characters and go, this is exactly what was happening. This is the continuity. Yeah. So it was very, very, um, mm-hmm. very valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that spurred me to start this course, and I'm going to finish it. And, and I think I think what's cool though is, um, if you know the gospel, then you see it everywhere, yeah. right? And then you see the lines. And when you start reading the Old Testament, if you know the gospel, then you start seeing that kind of like those things happening before Christ, like people putting standing in the gap for others, or sacrificing themselves for others, or um, how they came to repentance. In, into God and, and yeah maybe they went down to the temple and did a sacrifice and all those different things but it's still the same idea they they had faith in God they were given righteousness you know, and then you'll see that it's like wow these are like parallel with the gospel it's like super cool oh yeah super cool anything going on with you uh, lately Sam that you want to talk about my Mrs. Mrs. Shep we call her She Shep She Shep Sheep that's she, she that's went weird well, you're the, well, y'all are the ships, and so yeah. I labeled you he ship and she ship. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Which sounds old, right. doesn't it? It's very, <laughs> yes. Know, okay. Okay. I don't know. What's that mean? What's on your heart? Um, Tell us about, you. didn't you like going and seeing uh, Dr. Lawson talk? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, um, he did great with the uh, whole verse on... Uh, in John, right? Mm-hmm. 3.16. Um, wait, John 3.16 to 21. Right. So, um, yeah, he did great with it, and I really loved it. And I wish we could have gone the second time, but Aaron didn't want to oh, drive all the way. Oh, I don't think it's about driving all the way. Uh, well, we oh, no, no, I take that back. Because John was not going. That's that's actually true. Oh, now true. it's my fault. Mm-hmm. It's actually true. It's actually true. Mm-hmm. It's my BFF. Mm-hmm. And, oh, stop. You know, it's like, the <laughs> first thing is, is that, uh, not to get racial here, but my wife is the only black lady that attended church. Maybe maybe there was a half black lady, like a mixed lady. Yeah. But um, you were the only black lady there, so it, it was... Yeah. I know it was uncomfortable for you all together. Yes, it was. Yeah, and so I didn't want to put you through that again, especially if John wasn't there to kind of back us up. But, you know, I was It's like going to I a wedding fine. when you don't know the bride, you know? I was okay with it because I wasn't really paying, uh, paying attention to the people around me. It I was know. more of the, and, and I, the and guy I, in front of me, and but, he was but, doing great. And I don't luckily, think they were paying attention either. I think right. we're all there for a common reason. And, right. Yeah. I mean, some probably wanted to say hi right. just I've been, because I've I'm been the... thoroughly raked okay, yeah. over the coals. <laughs> uh, but I do believe if you t- truly want to see it, and I, I haven't watched it yet, it's online mm-hmm. at the website for the church. So go check it out. Sure. Okay. And, and that website is? Uh, I don't remember. I, th- I think the name of the church is like Trinity Bible Church or something. Yeah. yeah Trinity like Bible Church. You can Dallas. actually find yeah. it yeah. on the, so, on their page or and, something like that. And I that. think you can go through the One Passion Ministries or whatever that he yeah. does as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can do yeah. that. They have an app too. My wife also makes uh, candles and bombs and stuff, so she's oh, busy doing now. that stuff. <laughs> Ooh. Shameless plug. Let's go. Let's hear it. What are you doing these days? Well. She's a chemist, everyone. I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her. I did a slow blink just now when I said that. Okay. Because of my pride. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. 
we are we are all trying. Well, Aaron is in this as well as um, his best friend John and brother uh, Brian. They're our initial investors of twenty dollars yes, each. Yes, they uh, did. And thank you for as small as that candle was. <laughs> hey, like, remember me when you're on the Fortune 500. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like when you get the you know the kid that's got the Boy Scout cookies. And it's like, well, we, or no, they don't do no, they don't do Boy Scout cookies. Girls, do you that, see that Boy Scout cookies? Scout yeah, cookies. <laughs> sorry, the caramel pop. I don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, yeah. So we are trying to um, start this whole business of um, making well, having a hun- um, homemade candles and um lip balm and healing cream um to sell but most importantly we are trying to put 10 percent down for a foundation that uh, we're still working on for to help reduce child prostitution in sierra leone oh yeah that's that's Mm. really what's on your heart this year so you just said that yes so i i kind of led that for you because i knew you'd go there yeah. So we saw this, or Sam saw this article. <clears throat> uh, was it like a, six well, months ago? Yeah. And it, it was no more than more than six months. Like okay. Probably and like eight. Was it uh, some of the people there? They lost their main providers. Right. Whether it be mom, dad, whatever. Through Ebola. Yeah, through whether sickness or mm-hmm. disaster or whatever, and and uh, and they're like underage uh, young mm-hmm. girls that are in their teens, and some yeah. of them were younger than that. And they're having to provide for their family. And apparently some men came around or a group of people and started uh, getting these girls on the prostitution gang. And uh, now they serve as prostitutes. It's kind of depressing, honestly. Right. Just so you all know, I think they make like 50 American dollars a month. Right. And I think they're required to have like so many Johns a day or a week mm-hmm. or something like Sleep that. Sleep with like 10 men a night Ugh. or something. You want to hear something crazy in that regard? Mm-hmm. Is, um, so really? they're... Yes, yes. Okay. You do. Just making sure. <laughs> there was a, uh, I wasn't there. Um, it, I think it was just before my shift started, but a couple of our officers, because I come in at seven and we got guys that come in at six. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was a couple officers that were making contact with a guy at a Motel 6 mm-hmm. in Irving. And through some investigation, it was discovered that he was pimping out a 14-year-old girl. So they go to the room and they get her out. And you would think that she would be ever so grateful Mm -hmm. at being rescued and and going back to her family. No. This chick was furious because we were interfering with... You know what she's doing. Well, she's making tons of money, it, probably. Because here well, they what make I'm way getting more at, than fifty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm getting at is is when I'm when they're telling me this after the fact. I'm, the only thing going through my mind is how deceived is this little girl? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. she's fourteen, and she is not only is she okay with having sex, but she desires that with these nasty guys that I mean, who knows what they've got, and and she's relishing in this, and she's mad at us. That we are saving her from it. I'm like, I just didn't have words. Well, it's a mindset. Well, it's because that's all she knows. That's yeah, it's what a mindset. She, um, yeah, she's been brainwashed. and She's probably lived in a poor area, mm-hmm. wants things. Yeah. She sees things being bought. She At first, she probably hated Maybe. it. Maybe. I mean, it's hard to tell <laughs> what would drive someone. I mean, also, she's very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's yeah. Give, her, give her that. Like, she doesn't know. You know, she may have true. been groomed a lot right. for that's this. That's true. That's true, yeah. Before that, um, of, there's so much manipulation and things like that that happen mm-hmm. in the background that 
we're not even aware of. This is a really dark podcast. Yeah, this this <laughs> did. Um, Regardless, <laughs> Sam has a heart for young ladies in bad places. I'm sorry, I took it John there. deals no, with crazy folks <laughs> all the time, and apparently it's in America too. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, welcome yeah. to this decrepit podcast. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> if you listen to our first podcast and all the bad audio and everything, you'll know that uh, we were talking about original sin. This world has fallen, mm-hmm. and people there are people out there that choose even heinous sin over God. So. Um, you know, and, and whether she's understanding what she's doing or not, we don't know. We don't know the deets, but, uh, pray for all these young ladies, wherever they're mm-hmm. at, whatever their mindset. And, uh, you know, just pray for them, Lord, just that God will just change some hearts and mm-hmm. pull them out of that stuff and send them the people that will pull them out that stuff. And like Sam, who's trying to get a little business up and send money as much as she can. So. Um, we'll keep you all updated on that when we learn more about it. Anyway, Brian, what's happening with you, my man? Um, yeah, man, I always feel, I feel like around Christmas and, um, New Year's, I, I it's really weird cause I feel like this, um, I w- is always the way it's been for me, at least like the last 10 years. I always feel kind of both joyful, but also sort of like this mild depression as well. Um, it's really weird. Cause I mean, you know, I think when the, when Christmas and everything hits, there's just so many things going on. And I feel oftentimes like just heavily distracted from the actual purpose of what we're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. Like dude. I've been going through that too. Yeah. Like, um, you know, cause I, I think it's just, to me, it's like the, just kind of the way that you sort of get swept up into that. And it's, it's just sort of like running around like a chicken with your head cut off to all these things. And it's like, you think that this would be more of a time to rest and reflect than anything. Right. Um, to be able to come together as believers and, um, celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Um, oh no! Why would we do that? But it seems like it never is to me, at least. I'd rather so. watch a Netflix movie about some night that got caught way out of time traveled to fall in love, you know, oh. instead of about Jesus. All right. I'm just kidding. That was random. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just turned on Netflix, man. Like there, there probably is a show about that. Let's be real. There, there <laughs> is a Netflix. show about that. Do you hear the giggling? Because um. y'all watched it. Yeah. <laughs> um. But um, yeah, dude. I, like exactly, dude. Like, it's all about what can I get from others? And then other people are like, well, I'm a good person, which mm-hmm. we've talked about that. So I'm going to give as much as I can because I enjoy giving. Well, well, I think there's a I whole basis even for just, all this too. If you yeah. think about like, and, and and don't, don't take me the wrong way here. Um, I don't want to come across like in, in a way that's the Grinch. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> so for example, I mean, you know, when we've, we've been having this conversation, I think this is probably what, has been uh, a couple of things in my heart, but one of them has been um, with the gospel itself. And it's like, what what is the gospel that we're sharing with people? And what what hope are we providing as Christians? You know, what are we peddling, right? Because we're all selling something on a daily basis. Um, we're telling people that something's going to make them happy or we're living it out through our, our own life, right? right. Like the things, right. That, the things that we're pursuing are the things that we believe will make us like more complete. And I thought about, you know, even just within our family, I mean, we have this big thing of just this huge emphasis on family and family getting together and 
or even just sort of the way that Christmas has been changed, not into a holiday about Christ and the hope of Christ, but more of a get together with all of your family and spend time with all your family. And I, and I think to me, sometimes like you, you've taken something that is a good thing, but you've made it ultimate to where it's, it's now over the, the meaning of what we're supposed to be doing. And it's like really, um, the, the gospel that we, that we peddle and we offer, um, is that, you know, for those who don't have those things, right. Who have nothing, who are some of the people that were coming to Jesus Christ, that, you know, some of these people that were crippled and had, you know, had been dealing with things their whole life that in him is healing ultimately. Right. And I think like, not to say that, that, not to knock down any of those things that have been placed up, but it's just like, I see where all of these things, these good things have become a huge, a much larger idol. Um, and, and I, I think that's what I think gets me into sort of a depressed mood because I feel like what hope are we offering to those who have no hope, right? Who have none of these things, who don't have, um, who, who don't look like the TV commercial family, right? At Christmas, that's right. all getting together with their sweaters and everyone's hanging out and having a great time. Ugly sweater party? Yeah. Yeah. I I purposefully don't celebrate any of that stuff. I hate that. Not because of Jesus. Just I'm not going to spend 30 bucks on an ugly sweater just to be a part of the ugly sweater crew. Um, anyway. I mean, but, in, yeah, in, I mean, I sound really cynical. You, you I'm do. not trying to be. Well, first cynical. thing I want to say just is trying to be like we don't. We don't, I know you're saying we sell it. I know you're trying to make a connection between um, convincing someone. But the first thing I believe is that God does that on His own, and that I speaking was, the gospel, yes. speaking the gospel is. I think what we've lost is the the idea that God does His own work, and that we have to do everything, and that reflects in everything yeah. we do, even during the, even during the Christmas season. It's it's all about doing some do 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 do. I got to do do do. I got to receive receive or whatever it is that's their thing. And even you know, I did this whole New Year's Eve thing at church, and uh, you know, I go to. A, a predominantly African church. Sorry, I see Sam. Sam laughing over here. And uh, sometimes it can get a little healthy, wealthy, you know, depending on who's talking. And and uh, you know, and I get, I get it, right? It's New Year's, and everybody wants to be happy, and like let's let's plan good things for our next year. But um, you know, and I get the same way. I got like super upset the other day, dude. Just the same way. I know y'all. I texted y'all in mm-hmm. the group because it's like. Yeah, we're so focused on, well, as that pastor said at your church, being narcissistic, mm-hmm. uh, going and working out or changing our life in some way instead of relying on the God to do that, right? Relying on God to sanctify us and change us on his own and continuing to seek his face. And so we forget to call people to repent. We forget to say, like, this is the celebration of our Savior being born as promised, as John said from the Old Testament on, uh, into the world uh, as 100% human and 100% God here to save us, to die for us and to and to rise again uh, as our Savior, to defeat death so that we can do the same and be covered and be righteous. Um, and that's not, none of our doing either, you know, and everybody gets so busy doing, 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 as you said, that they just start thinking, I mean, they, they just relate that to even to all year round about how they deal with God. I got to do, 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 do. Mm. But... It's not like that. God is, there's nothing we're peddling. This is the truth. And you're either going to hear it or you're not. And that's by God's well, grace alone. I, I guess you know? what I'm, and, and to just clarify on that, I mean, obviously I'm not, this isn't like a judgment call or anything. I don't know anybody's hearts. Everybody's uh, yeah, hearts absolutely. in a different place. Um, some of those things people are receiving 
very much so in in just gladness absolutely and, and yeah. thankfulness and like um so i don't want to i don't want to downplay that that's not really where i'm at um i'm i'm happy for that as well um mm. but uh yeah so that there is one more thing but john's got a thought here well i was just gonna put out two points and, and aaron touched on it briefly about um you know spreading the gospel and, and you know some people and i've been guilty of this too where they 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 try to sell it you know the, the people i deal with in the back of my squad car on the way to jail i sometimes and i've gotten better about this but sometimes i'll find myself talking to them and and learning where they come from and then trying to find a way to outsmart them to 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 share the gospel and i have to stop myself and i say no because in reality the gospel the, the the message of the gospel is super simple you don't have to dress it up. You don't have to sh- schmooze your way into the conversation and surprise, there's a gospel. You just you just say it for what it is. And like Aaron said, God, through the Holy Spirit, you know, we we will plant that seed, but He makes it grow. Um, and um, I lost my train of thought on the other thing. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Good talk. Yeah. yeah. Um, break. I would say the other thing that's that's kind of been on my heart has been. Um, just exactly what we were just talking about. Cause I think when, what I just said a minute ago about, I don't know people's hearts and I don't know where they're at. And I don't, I don't, I think that sometimes like from my perspective, I've been really just, um, I guess very much, uh, convicted of just being a person that, you know, even within the context of this podcast, I mean, you know, where we can kind of get in, in some heated conversations and, like, at least for me, like when I get into these conversations with people, I come across, I know as like sort of condescending and like very much like, Ooh, I know all these things that you don't know. And it like makes me feel like this big pumped up Christian that I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm smarter than everybody else. And I have all this knowledge and it's interesting cause me and Aaron, of course, were reading through on the speaking in tongues stuff last week. And what I got out of first Corinthians 12 and 13, when Paul was talking about all that is not even I guess the Holy Spirit hit me because I was really convicted about his entire speech on love Mm -hmm. because he gets to that second part and he's just like, let me just put this all back into perspective. You guys are all talking about all these gifts and these things that you're trying to pursue, right? You want to be this, you want to be this, you want to be this, you want to be this. And then Paul just sort of brings it back and he says, look, you can have all of this. You can be the most holiest quote unquote Christian that exists. But if you don't know how to love people in a way that has meaning, then he literally just says, you're just a gong that makes you just a noisemaker. You're a, you're absolutely really at the end of the day. Like what he's trying to say is he's, he's telling them like, you have to understand that the, the, the way in which like people see that our lives are changed by the gospel and the Holy spirit is that we are loving people. We love people in a genuine and pursuant way. And that goes to every every relationship. That goes to romantic relationships. That goes to friendships. That goes to the neighbor next door. That goes to your enemy. It's that consistency. And I think, um, for me, I mean, like, if there's an area of which, I mean, we can probably all say this, but I mean, like, on a very personal level, like, I, I can be a lot of those other things, but my ability to love others well is... I'm just a very selfish person. I am extremely selfish, you know, that, and that's just really difficult for me. Go ahead. No, that 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 reminded me of the other thing I was going to say. 
Um, I went to Walmart today, actually before I came here. Mm-hmm. And as I'm pulling in, I noticed this this kid. He, he's probably seventh, eighth grade, I'm guessing. Short little dude. Um, just sitting on the cart return, just sitting there doing nothing. And as I'm pulling in, he kind of gets up and slowly walks off. And I'm like, okay, don't think anything of it. Well, then I go, I go buy my stuff at Walmart, and I and I'm coming out to the truck, and I'm I'm loading up the truck, and I turn around to put the cart because I I parked right next to the cart return. So I turn around to put the cart up, and then there's this kid again, and I'm like, whoa, where'd you come from? And he's he's asking me in this extremely soft, almost nervous voice, if he could pretty please wash my windshield for a dollar or two and in that moment all i said was well i don't i don't i don't have any cash i don't carry cash and i and i really didn't uh and he just he's his 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 face and everything just dropped and he's like okay and he walks off like i like it was the worst news he'd heard all day and as i'm driving off i'm like geez you know is is someone forcing this kid yes that's what to, i was gonna say is dude. someone forcing this kid to to do this to get money is he just trying to get money for lunch tomorrow at school like what's the deal and 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 i realized that right there was a moment where i could have loved on him and said hey buddy you know like what what's going on are you like why why are you yeah, out here doing true. this and I, and I could have used that as an as a as an example not only to love on him but to maybe help him share the gospel because he you know he, where he was standing the sun was behind him so I'm having to squint to even be able to see him and I'm sure I'm, I'm six foot three this kid was probably four foot if that and he's looking up at me and my eyes are squinted so he probably thinks I'm annoyed that he's even talking <laughs> to me and I really wasn't and I'm like man. You know, from his perspective, that that he was probably terrified. And how and much it, more worse would it have been if you put your glasses on and said, "No, nah, I don't got cash." <laughs> <laughs> but but I I, I felt horrible because I missed. I wasn't even aware in the moment that I missed that opportunity to love this kid. You know, here I am trying to grow as a Christian. And we do this podcast, and I and I and I share the truth with people at work, and I missed yeah. I missed an opportunity with a child. It's true, man. Like um. I, yeah, I wish he'd find out where he come from because I'd like to know they do that in Plano a lot too. They'll come into the thing and ask for money, or, or de- because they're not allowed to, they're not allowed to like ask directly. So they'll drop a note on your table. Well, he had a bottle of Windex and a dingy towel, so he was gonna wash my windshield. But yeah, I just, I just didn't have cash. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, because you don't know if they're being forced. That's the hard part. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if he's in great sorrow because he's about to get in trouble. You yeah, know I mean? does like, he get beat if he doesn't come home with 20 well, bucks? You know? you know, I thought about, as you were talking about that, I was thinking about Jesus with the 5,000 when he fed him. And you think like right after he feeds the 5,000, he has the speech. He basically gives him a speech on the other side of Galilee when they follow him. And he just calls him out and says, I know why you're following me. You're not following me because you want to hear what I have to say. You're following me because you're hoping you're going to get fed again. Yeah. And, um... You know, I, I think though at the same time the lesson there is that Jesus still fed them. <laughs> yeah. Even knowing that. He knew their hearts already, but he still did it. And I, I think like what an interesting thing though, though he fed them, but then he, he confronted them afterward with what their real intentions were. But that was an act of love. And I think that is that is again, we go we keep talking about love. That's just been ringing in my ears these mm-hmm. last three weeks. Has mm-hmm. been um just that God delights in us loving other people and how difficult that is to do. Um, it's just, you know, it's something that I'm, I'm going to be thinking a whole lot about coming into 2020 for sure.
Absolutely. We are in 2020. Yeah, we're, well, I mean, you know. Starting into 2020. Welcome. Starting out. Welcome, sir. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for the sarcasm there, Sam. I stand corrected. Parishi. I think it shows, though, in the fact that you're worried about it, dude. Like, first, it's like, I love the people that I deal with daily, right? I love the people at my church. I love the people that I deal with. I love them. And it bothers me so much their lack of knowledge when it comes to the gospel in general. They own, some people will know it. Some people do know it, uh, but they don't say it enough. It's not, it's not said enough. It's not, Jesus is not said enough, I, you know, and, and Jesus isn't talked about enough and his work is not talked about enough. And, you know, we can have a greatest sermon ever, but if it doesn't come back to that convicting slash rejoiceful, uh, you know, puts a fire in your spirit, gospel then then you know people are just coming sundays and you can see it in the dedication you can see it in the in the in the time that they put forward to do things because when somebody's truly on fire for christ they're they're eager they're eager to be a part of something and um you know and i and i and i'll be honest with you guys i was texting you guys and and i just was like in tears like i felt like exactly this must have been what like moses felt like when he was pleading for his people's lives you know he's just like look i I want them to be saved so bad but don't don't take them down just yet don't take them down you know let me let me go down there and deal with them and then he came back and he and he gave himself and forgiveness or or how paul is is willing to do that as well and and, you know like even in like romans 10 he says his most greatest heart's desire is in prayer is for them to be saved right and he knows it's not up to him he knows it's not up to him and and it breaks his heart and I think that's a huge sign. And it, 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 as sad as I was, it gave me great assurance knowing that because I had such concern for them to know, and had cons- still have such concern for the gospel to be uh, told and for repentance to be called for, uh, which we need. We need to be called for repentance. Even us as Christians need to be called to repent. Uh, if it's part of of being a Christian to 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 bear ourselves to Christ, uh, to bear ourselves to God, and so, you know, that's what's been really heavy on my heart, man. I feel like the the gospel is just like, it it doesn't exist for most people, and it it, it it you know just too many people out there just trying to tickle ears or say what sounds great or you know make it. And we even saw like a funny video uh, for the New Year's the Sam's friend set up on Instagram, and it. It was a funny video. A guy drives up and this van says 2020 and then like some like new house would come in. Right. And he'd let him in the van and then it would say like debt and he'd like kick him and hit him and knock him away. And then it'd come in like, you know, another one would come in like mourning or, you know, sadness or whatever. And they would hit the yeah. sadness and then he would let in the mm-hmm. new car or the new house or new job or all those things came in, you know, and, and I don't know, it's just been heavy in my heart because the last thing I want to do is, is know that I didn't share the gospel enough that it pierced that one person's heart. I mean, God's going to do it regardless, but I just feel like an urgency to just tell people just, just in case they need to hear it again. And, uh, I want to see him, you know, I want to see him with me in heaven. I don't want to be having to say goodbye forever to, someone I love and care about because they just were blind and they may stand in church with me. They may go to work with me. You know, you don't know who's who and you don't really, like Brian said earlier, you don't know hearts, you know, Sam, I know you, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like we, uh, we should be praying, you know, for people and also, um, you know, tell them 
about things that could go wrong. I mean, things is nobody is promising you know you anything. You're a Christian doesn't mean you're going to have a new house, cars, whatever. Um, people need to know that um, trials are going to come, and it's either you you're going to walk with Christ through it and get stronger in it and mature in it, or you're just going to be kicked down. Yeah, you're going to be beat down. That's for sure. Yeah, and people need to prepare for that. I mean, you know, we keep hearing all these terrible things, and there's these shootings happening. Yeah. People people are losing their lives, Christians and non-Christians, right there, just out of nowhere. And you never know when it's going to come. And if your heart is not right, and your heart is not in the right place, and, and you don't know, you don't truly know Christ, I mean, it makes me so sad to think of what could happen. And I, and I want people to be, it's almost like I have this, like, soldier mentality, guys. Like I just want to pick up a sword and a shield and start <laughs> clanking it and be like, do your own Jesus, get in there. and We got a battle to fight. Share the gospel. You know, yeah. and it's it's intense. And it it brought me to tears. Sam came in and saw me sitting over there listening to uh, I Surrender All and crying yeah. like a little girl. So Yeah. Well, I feel this year, I feel I'm on the same page with Brian with the love thing. Because um, it's easy for you to love your friends. It's easy. It's easy for you to love um, your family members and, and, you know. It's not but easy for me to do any of those things, but okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. No. I love oh, you, Brian. Uh, <laughs> no, but it, it's, it, it will be easier for you to love your somebody you know than, you know, just somebody you meet on no, the street. I, I get you. I was just giving you time. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. Yeah. And so with me uh, this year, you know, I'm trying to have more open heart towards um, people that I see. Um, I know Aaron gets scared sometimes with, you know, strangers, home, <laughs> homeless people. <laughs> I don't get scared. No, I'm not scared. I mean, you, you're not comfortable with it. And I get it, you know. But I feel sometimes we should show more love to them, even though, I mean, they. I don't know how they got there. They may have their reasons, but. Yeah, John's the king. Yeah, John had his own. The gig he was funding on his own there for a while. Well, it wasn't mine, but I, I was just something I was part of. But to to go back to what Aaron and Brian were saying about Paul, you know, you can have and aspire to all these gifts, but if you have not loved, then what mm-hmm. does it matter? Right. Um, I think what, man, I keep losing my train of thought. Two, two. I'm almost 40. I guess that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you need coffee. I've right. got it. It's right here. Early onset? Oh. Oh no! I, I think the point I was trying to make is is. Oh okay, so what what you were just saying about mm-hmm. trying to be more mindful of of loving others, you know. In the in the New Testament, we're called to be set apart. We're, we're right to to be set apart from the world and the, and the things that we do, and even in the things that we don't do, and having love. Above all, is is I I could, would argue is also what separates us, and sometimes that's mm-hmm. all that people on the outside see, right? And that's all they'll ever see. But it it should be enough for them to say, hmm, you know, maybe maybe this, what's this guy got? You know, right? That's what I meant when I said mm-hmm. that God delights in our obedience. Yeah. So it's like because you know you think about even spreading the gospel or or what are you what are you spreading? And um, I mean, ultimately, as Christians. The Holy Spirit is literally in living inside of us. It's pulling us toward being more obedient to what God has commanded for us to do. So when we're more obedient in love, um, it's actually showing the Holy Spirit. It's showing it's evidence of of who we are. Yeah. Um, 
you know. So continue. Sorry. There's I have my own. We have the the podcast Instagram. I also have my personal Instagram. But on on my personal Instagram, I post a lot of a lot of scripture, a lot mm-hmm. of theology yeah. stuff, a lot of um, opinions from from theologians and whatnot, and even some of my own. And of all the people that look at that, some of them I deal with daily. Others I don't, but but I know them. And um, and it it kind of I got convicted where you know like I said earlier a couple of weeks ago when I'm just in this super foul mood at work because all that was going on and I have to remember that you know people are looking at my Instagram and looking at the things that I believe and basically what I'm preaching is is what it is mm-hmm. and then they see that you know I, I was in sin at the time but they're seeing that and they're like well you know it it kind of it kind of confuses them and it, and it just reminds me to always be mindful of Christ, to always be mindful of loving others, always be mindful of who I represent. Um, and yeah, sometimes it kind of hits me right yeah. right between the legs. I think mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> Romans 12, uh, last half of it, which we didn't really get to last podcast, but I mean, if you read verse nine, it says, let love be genuine. And then verse 10 says, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another and showing honor. I mean, those are the first two verses under... You know, in the ESV, they they kind of separate it up, and it says marks of a true Christian. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. to outdo each other uh, in a love, which is hard. I'm going to be honest with you guys. <laughs> yeah. It's super-duper hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and I think that we – the second part of love, though, we need to understand is that uh, the love that God had for us and too, you know, and, and how that exemplifies through us to others. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, when we experience God's love, it also has a tendency to humble us and – I think uh, that was another thing that I felt very convicted of is going along those lines of, I think, you know, you sort of get very much into the Christian faith and you sort of, you're studied up on all these things. And there's this tendency, like for me at least, that I'm like, even just without saying it out loud, very sort of judgmental on other people because they don't know what I know or like, Mm -hmm. you know, or they say something that seems far fetched to me Mm -hmm. and it's like, but love is what mitigates all of that. It brings it all back down. It humbles you and it, and it causes you to think about what you're going to say to another person that may be saying something that you don't agree with or that you feel that they don't know uh, enough instead of like, sort of like, Ooh, those people don't know anything, you know, (laughs) like you're able to, to sort of be encouraging. And, And that's, I guess the word that, I was, uh, somebody asked me, you know, for like a new year's word, we were talking about that at new year's Eve cause we were spending some time with my home group. And I said that I think goes hand in hand for me with encouragement. It's like, how can you, instead of tearing somebody down and telling them they're wrong, encourage them in the right direction. Right. Yeah. Um, it, or even, you know, just learning, I mean, love is like, what does he say in the very next and 13? He talks about like love, love is patience, it's kindness, it's mm-hmm. all these things. So that's what love is, yeah, right? You know, right? Corinthians, yeah. Yeah. So what he's what he what Paul is trying to teach us there is he's trying to say love is not like a feeling, it's it's these actions done to other people. You're kind, you're patient, you're um What's the fruits of the spirit, yeah. Those are yeah. all given to you by God. Yeah. Right. But but love itself, that's the definition. So what right. he's trying mm-hmm. to say is like so how do you love? Well, this is how you do it. You're kind. You're patient. You're um, you you you're long suffering. Right. Yeah. It you rejoice with the truth, and yes. and so what I'm trying to say is like when you actually think about that in contrast to 
how we even treat each other within the church. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's how we do it. I mean, that we're 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 pulling people in, we're encouraging people, rather than um, being condescending um, mm-hmm. or you know, we're trying to be in in a sense being more compassionate, understand where a person's coming from, for whatever reason. And, and yeah, you're shaking your head because that is the hardest thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's extremely difficult. Yes, it's I, not agree. Easy. I agree. I agree. The, the um, word love to the person though is is it's like, you know, we use it so flippantly to describe how I feel about a woman or whatever, and then or I love my kids or I love my brother or my. But it's so much more, it's so much bigger than that, you know, and, and when we understand the love that God had for us, like uh, Dr. Lawson kind of talked about, mm-hmm. um, and you see that big chasm and you stop putting God in this like human box where he's like, oh, it's father, you know, he is God the father, but he's not your father on this earth God, right? And so we stop looking at him as a, as like a daddy. I hear people say daddy God oh and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, it, but he's not that. He is holy, mm-hmm. and not only is he holy, but he's holy, holy, holy. Right? Like he is bigger yeah. than we can ever imagine. His thoughts are beyond our thoughts, and the fact that he did what he did because he still loved us in spite of ourselves—it's mm-hmm. so humbling. And to transfer that, and I think that's what gets overwhelming in me, and it gets overwhelming in you guys, is mm-hmm. you feel that that like a like a frog in your throat. You know what I mean? Like that heavy on your chest. Like I've got to. Sh- people need to know this love because I should not be loved. I don't deserve this, and I need people to understand so deeply what that means. And then you get you know, and and I think that's. That's a good sign of it that you desire that. And then how do we translate that? That's the difficult part. Like, how do we translate those intense, amazing, you know, feelings that we get from whenever we connect and we have that Holy Spirit trumping us up? And how do we translate that to somebody who may not be where we're at or may not know God at all? Right. Like, you know, so, I think Sam said about talking. Well, yeah. Um, I forgot what I was actually going to say, but I well, think it has something to do with. You're not in With. Well, let me say mine before I forget again. <laughs> if that's okay. okay. Yeah, go okay. ahead. So Brian touched on something really, really important that I wanted to expand on, and it's that love is not a feeling. Our current generation and the way people are taught, it's not, it, no. they, oh, I, I, I remember it's now. a feeling and mm-hmm. all the jitters and or, or, or the lustful side of it. Mm-hmm. Love is an action. It's it's Love is displayed in how... You treat others and what you do for others. I mean, even Jesus, you know, he said, "If you love me, what do my commandments?" You know, it's 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 the obedience, it's it's the the, the acts of service. You know, for those of you who who have read the book, the the five love languages, you know, I, I think it's really, I, I laugh at it. It's kind of ironic, but my my love language is the way I receive or the way I uh, express love is acts of service and giving of gifts. And I, I, I see a relation to that in, in, in Christianity, in my beliefs. That doesn't mean that everyone should be. That's just what mine are. Um, but I think that's really ironic in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, there you go. Okay. So... Um she looks like she's beatboxing over there with the, holding her <laughs> headphones the way she is. <laughs> okay, so um, John, uh, both John and uh, Brian said something, and it reminded me of how I um, I treated 
some of my coworkers last year, and um, I get I got convicted when we read through Acts, and uh, you know Paul talking to all these Pharisees about Christ, and even though some of them you know knew a lot of about God, but did not did not know much about Christ and how humble he was. Um, so I work I work with, I um, I work with a lot of Indian people. And um, none of them are Christians, so they have a lot of um, little lesser gods they they worship. And um, so we had this argument. I I actually had this argue, argument with them, and they were saying, "Oh well, we pray to this God for money. We pray to this God for this, this God for that." And my I was blowing up in my brain, like I, my brain went like, like ooh. <laughs> So I, not I. I don't know what came. Okay, I remember what I just said. I said, "Why can't you have one God?" I mean, how? I I, I think I said you are too smart for that. I think you uh, you told me about it. You said you said something like, "God, that seems like a really exhausting belief system where you have to pray to a new God for every yeah, everything yeah. in your life, and you can't depend on one God." For- yeah, and I and I said that they were too smart for that, and. You know, after I said that, then I realized, oh, I shouldn't have. (laughs) But um, that that's how I felt at that time. And, you know, going through Bible studies over arts and uh, Paul and how humble he was through his journey and um, talking to people about Christ. It was really nice to know that and do better. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um it's a it, it's a mindset that Paul has. It's a he considers himself less than anything. You know, right. he, he says I don't even consider myself worth anything to myself, you know. And so that means that, you know, idealically or idealically is that a ideally uh if your mindset's like that, you're going to put everybody above you, right? I mean, we. I think I'm not for sure on it, but I'm pretty sure Paul didn't have the best clothing in town, and yeah. you know, like when he went up in front of uh, I can't remember the guy's name and his sister, in a big auditorium, and just gave him Christ, and they even joked, "Were you trying to convince me to be Christian?" You know, like oh, the royal people. Yeah, yeah, um, mm. and so. You know, he, he, I doubt when he stood in front of that, because these people were all like dressed nice, brought mm-hmm. their guards with them, and there was like a thing for them. And he's standing there, just come out of the jail cell and tattered clothes, and he didn't care. All he cared right. about was his mission, and that's it. My mission is to share the the good news of Jesus Christ. Yeah, it and that's was it. like, yeah. It's interesting when you say that, because that was Paul. It's like, you just see that it's just all encompassing of who he is. Like, right. he just. His identity, who he, who he is as a person, how he how he identifies himself to other people, absolutely, it's just completely consumed in the gospel. Yeah, I, I, right. I pray for just like a point zero 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 <laughs> zero zero one percent of that ability to just sink myself into. To guy well, get so distracted, you well, know. Well, I think it's all you know through the transformation. That the transformation was done by God, and because before he was Paul, the soul was you know a different person. Yeah, he was killing people. Yeah, and I don't think somebody who kills people is that humble. That's true. You know? So he went through a whole transformation, and that was not by himself. That right. was through God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so God can change, folks. 
Any other thoughts, guys? I'm sure we're close to an hour. Maybe maybe even surpassed. We are at 54 minutes. Oh yeah. So can we like ideas for podcasts coming up to get people excited? Uh, are we going to do any more e definitions? You think, guys? Maybe a couple more of those here and there as we go through. I think through? we'll definitely do one. Uh, we touched on it already on love. Yeah, we're definitely. Gonna we're going to bring that up. Love, yeah. love is so complicated. It's yeah. going to take many podcasts to I go through be all here the for avenues. That. Okay. Sam's oh, special guest. See, she, first she was against it, and welcome to the family, girl. Yeah, <laughs> girl. Sam will be our honored guest here in this yeah. table. Cut um, that up. No, no, uh, I should keep it. No, no what wow. I just okay. seriously. Oh, okay. Well, oh my god. Oh my girl. <laughs> we all know what's going to happen in my house this evening. <laughs> if I'm not on the podcast, then. Um. Anyway, so. Um. Moving on. I'm really uh, dealing with things like, uh, I think, uh, like I said earlier, humanizing God. Uh, I want to deal with that this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, can we change God's mind? Uh, does God, is God a fickle God? Is, uh, you know, is he one day say, you know, you're in the kingdom and the next day say, no, you're not, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like the kind of stuff that we would do. Like I'm irritated with you, I guess, you know, you did something bad, so. You're we, out. We covered that in four keeps. We did, we yeah. did, but we're going to go through a little bit. I think we, yeah, we'll, but we, it's going to have to be touched on over and over again, okay. John. No, you know no that. that's one of my favorite subjects. So let's do it. Yeah, well, eternal scale. But, but I'm talking about, you know, God doesn't change His mind. Love, right. obviously, love is everything. I mean, that's the whole reason that Christ came is because God loved us, and then Christ died because God loved us and sacrificed Himself because love loved us. He defeated death because yeah. He loved us. So. Um, those of you he has called, those ears he's tickling, those hearts he's piercing, keep on listening to us, you know. Any last thoughts, guys? I have a question. See. So I was driving, you know, from work to the house, and I just thought about this because Christ was fully man and fully God. See. And God was, God is not defined by time and space. See. So during the time that, you know, he was praying, Christ, you know, 33 growing up uh, he was praying that God in him saw what was going to happen to him like all the beatings and he still you know still did it yeah, still still did. Did. yeah. so his human side was or the not side but his humanity was 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 seeing what was going to happen and his God is that what you're trying to say or what like no God because God cannot be defined by time and space. That's oh, yeah. So God. Oh, so he already knew it was going to happen to him. Yes, yes, I'm with you. Yes. And and you know he still went through with it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that that blows my mind. He could have changed his mind. Right. Yeah. I'm like, bye, peace. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what? Any other thoughts? What they're going to think? Maybe some possible ideas for the year. No, I'm drawing a blank <laughs> right now. I, I like what we've what we've been touching on already, so I'll just roll with it. Brian just shaking his head. Brian just know. keeps moving to the microphone. He's and shaking back. his head vigorously. He's stretching his lower um, spine. I think. Yeah. No, there's really not. I mean, we've covered. We're you know some of the stuff we'll, we'll probably cover is just whatever uh, whatever comes up that we're talking about that we wanna uh, we wanna hash out. So yeah, sure. Uh, Maybe one day we'll. Come back to technology and Jesus, or technology oh, yeah. and religion, like we did the very first one that we never released. We could yeah. revisit possibly. We could revisit that again. Yeah, tech I and like Christ. Technology, some part of it. Uh-huh. My instrument that I work with at work. So you know, that's another podcast. So don't go too deep there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So maybe we'll, we'll come back around to that. That'd be fun, and 
And uh, sorry for starting out so dark, but guys, this world is... It's happening. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a sweet, awesome place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why we are living in hope every day for that last day uh, that we will be redeemed. Okay, guys. Um, you want to shut it down? Ready to shut it down? All right. What, what, what do we do when we shut it down? Jesus what do, what do we do? We just love Jesus. We love Jesus. Love Jesus. <laughs> Love Baby, Jesus. you love Jesus? I love Jesus. Oh, wow. That's a sultry love. Jesus is All right, a friend guys. of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. He taught me how to pray. And how All right, guys. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, I'm so glad you came. We had a strange podcast. We're just kind of talking. So, um... If you enjoyed it, let us know. Um, where can you do that at, John? Lay it on dot the table. But <laughs> also, but also, if you don't uh-huh. have Instagram, you can reach us on Gmail. It's lay it on the table four, the number four at gmail.com. Do it in radio voice, dude. You got lay it. Wait. Oh, the Gmail? Yeah. Lay it on the table four at gmail.com. Oh. <laughs> that's crazy. Anyway, guys, uh, we're so glad you came, and uh, we hope to see you next time. And y'all stay blessed. All right. Thank you. Bye. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine.